1: Guys and welcome back to Free FM eighty nine point zero. I'm Cassie and this is Talk Smart the podcast. So in today's episode, we are going to talk to one of my best friends, Maddie, and we are going to talk through her journey on working in the hospitality sector. And I'm not sure if you've seen it, but an article about Maddie was put up on News Hub uh, recently, talking about her experience at Field Days and what that kind of means and everything that went on behind the scenes and that sort of stuff and also delving deeper into you know your ethics and your morals and staying true to who you are while working in hospitality food and beverages services or anything like that even if it's creative industries it's yeah, so we're going to be talking about staying true to who you, who <laughs> staying true to who you are and sticking to your morals while also not compromising, kind of your job, and your company that you work for. So we will get her on in just a second, and just get her to talk through kind of her story and what happened, what she did, the help that she found, and the support that she received.
0: Love it. Morning,
1: Maddie. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Okay, so Maddie, welcome to the podcast or the show, whichever. Okay, first off, maybe introduce what industry you're working in and how long, like your kind of your work history. Hi,
0: I'm Maddie, Um, and I was a former hospital worker for five
1: years. So a long, a long time in the industry?
0: <laughs> really, really long time in the industry.
1: Um, in the scheme of things. Because t- in typical cases of hospital, they kind of last maybe like two to three years max, don't they? Because it's kind of like either you work- you're you working in high school or you're working in uni. So you've kind I of mean, worked through both.
0: Yeah, you'd, you'd think that. But some people, they work through both um, high school and uni. One of my um, uni tutors worked through both through high school and uni, and ended up being in hospital for eight years.
1: Oh, wow. You've worked in the industry for ages. What are kind of some of the morals and kind of ethics that you picked up while working in the hospital sector?
0: Um, okay, so I worked for a very large corporation, and although, I suppose... Um, Large corporations come and fire her a lot. They also do, to their credit, know how to run a company and they have to abide by a lot of rules. So um, they there's legal entitlements in terms of breaks. So if you work a 10-hour shift, you have a half an hour break and three 15s, I believe it is. And if you do not get those breaks we would always be paid out.
1: Oh. That's that's a good I mean, I, I mean it's not ideal to not get breaks, but at least there's some sort of compensation I would say for that.
0: Yeah. So there's some sort of compensation and um also you weren't supposed to be um rusted within like eight hours of your last shift?
1: Oh, I see. So if you finished at say like midnight, you weren't allowed to start work until like eight am the next uh, day, yeah. at least. Yeah.
0: So that was um, kind of what was supposed to happen. It didn't always happen. Um, like you could pick up shifts, but you weren't supposed to be rostered outside of
1: that. Okay, so it's kind of like like if you if you're rostered, you know, say like if you finish at like ten. And then you pick up a shift and you say you start at, like, two in the morning. Like, that's kind of, like, if you pick that shift up, is it, it's it, kind of, it, like, your fault because, like, you, because it's not rostered. Yep. Okay, sweet. Well, that, that's a good, I mean, it's not not great, <laughs> but I suppose it's up to a kind of, each person to kind of decide whether they want to do that or not. And that also comes back to, like, ethics and morals, I would say. I mean,
0: it comes back to ethics and morals and each person's um situation. Like I know um some people like especially some of the managers would work like double shifts of things. Yeah. But that was because they needed the money. Yeah. And so um I suppose that's another thing is that
1: But yeah, so I I mean, is there kind of an expectation for like people working in, say like in your corporation? like, to kind of pick up extra shifts and kind of push themselves and, like, work themselves a little bit harder than they probably should? Um, I
0: think I found as you went higher in the hospitality sector, um, there was increased expectations. Um as you progressed close to management or became a manager, there was increased expectations, which is what you'd expect but
1: also, uh, you weren't really being paid to do the extra stuff. Ah, so you were kind of expected to do more work than was in your contract, say, but, like, there was no kind of compensation for that. Yeah.
0: Um, so I wasn't a manager, but I was pretty close to one.
1: Yeah, so you're you're and, the one step under a manager. Is that correct? Yeah. Hi.
0: And I would be paid, I think, not even dollar, not even a dollar, like seventy cents more than the regular um, stuff. Yeah. And I had like so much extra paperwork and duties to do on my shift while I'm still, um, you know, a student and still have other things outside of my job. Yeah, I, I
1: I remember... I would
0: be working at night. Like, I wouldn't technically be, like, at work, but I would be doing my paperwork at things, and things, like, at night.
1: Yeah. And you, I mean, you weren't paid like outside of those hours, were you? Oh,
0: no, no. I wasn't paid outside of those
1: hours. Um. And, and I think that's, I think that's a big thing, especially like in hospitality sectors is that like, you are kind of expected, you know, you are expected to be on call like 24 seven essentially. And I know for you, like being in classes with you is your phone would be literally pinging with messages from like your bosses and stuff like that while you were in classes and then it was like even if you weren't working they were kind of like well you need to come in and work and you're like well I can't because I'm like I'm in class right now and yeah is that kind of like a reoccurring theme (laughs)
0: yeah yeah it was um so in in my first year well in our first year we had um there was another girl who worked for the same company that I did
1: Yeah,
0: Um, and basically, like we'd both get called in a lot, and um, she would go in, and you know that was kind of her own choice to make and my own choice to make, but it was a lot of pressure.
1: Yeah, and I I think that's it's it's not an intimidation, but it it kind of is in a way because it's like they they kind of hold it over your head. They're like, we know you need hours. And if you if you say no, like, we may not give you any more. And I think that's yeah, kind of... Yeah, I
0: mean, it, it is intimidation. Um, so I, I suppose I should say that I left um, in April. So I left hospitality in April. And um, kind of, I there were a lot of tipping points towards the end. And one of the things was... Um, So I was only guaranteed like 10 hours. That was my minimum hours that they had to roster me. Um, But I had to switch one of my days because I had started, like I was doing an internship. Yeah. So I couldn't do one of the days. Usually I'd work like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but my internship ended up being on Friday, so I couldn't do Friday. I would be working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then I had switched one of my days for my internship and i just we would be able to log a request to change our hours through like an online forum yeah so i did that and then i got a phone call basically being like if you change your hours we're dropping you down to eight hours minimum a week
1: oh so so it was quite a bit of an intimidation
0: it was. It was
1: literally if you don't work Friday, we're dropping you down to eight hours. Well, that that's that's such a harsh thing like to do to anyone because it's like things change, things happen and they know that you're a full time student is not your first priority. So I don't I don't understand why they weren't accommodating.
0: It honestly was just they they know that but they just I don't wanna say they don't care, but I suppose they're under a lot of pressure themselves.
1: Yeah, their goal is to make money.
0: And and like you'd have like three or four people call in sick for a shift. Yeah. So I suppose that was another thing. I was there for five years, and I only ever took two sick days in those five years. Wow. I mean, I would take leave days, like paid leave days, but you I wouldn't
1: call into your shift. I wouldn't shift. call
0: in. I wouldn't call in sick yeah. because I I knew that even if I was feeling like shit and like you know I knew that there would have already been like two sick calls before me
1: yeah and I think I think even just saying that I think that also speaks to you know your your morals and your ethics because it's like you you put yourself in someone else's shoes and you're like how would I feel as a business owner to have like five people call and sit and you know I think that that speaks to your character I mean it's probably not ideal been sick and working, and I mean, I I know I've done it. I think everyone's pretty much done it. It's you know, it, it's it's rough to say the least, working while you're sick. But the fact that you did it, I think, really speaks to your character and who you are. So big props to you, Maddie. Yeah,
0: it, I mean, it was kind of a uh, standard hospital, really. Like you kind of just developed this work through it mentality.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's a big kind of issue with hospo is that it's kind of like if you're not dead or dying like you kind of you have to work through it and I think that creates obviously not a not a great working environment yeah um but it, it also teaches you life skills in a way because it's like it just it makes you a little bit stronger because it's like you're like oh I can I can actually push through this like this is only a minor inconvenience right now but
0: yeah, I mean, and then that's kind of what I had to learn. So I was, so I am a trained barista, and it got to the point where I was one of two most qualified barristers and eventually I went on to become the most qualified barista.
1: When you were working for the corporation, you had ridiculous hours. Like you had 4am starts, didn't you? Yeah. Um, what, what was that like?
0: It's, it's, it's polling. Totally. And I mean, that's what happens a lot. Um, Like, you know, throughout... My mum's a baker, so she starts at 3am in the morning. And it's just kind of, you know, sometimes you do have to do those kinds of hours. Yeah. But it's quite tolling on your body, definitely. And I think that's why it's important to have those breaks and to have those, you know, downtime on your shift. Yeah. Even if it's just half an hour to grab you
1: know a coffee and some food yeah and I think that's that's really really important too like in a really important point because like just thinking about your schedule so you would have class Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday 9am till 12 sometimes till 3 and then you're expected to do self-directed learning those, on those three days in the afternoon if you didn't have class and then Thursday you would have 8am till 5 and then Friday, Saturday Sunday you would do like fives till twos or something yeah so you literally had no time to really do anything
0: it's um it's normal um that's just what it is I remember um myself and one of our classmates who was working in a petrol station at the time um we were doing a like a documentary paper Yeah. And I remember the tutor saying to us, she was like, oh, why can't you just do it, like, on the weekends or something? And he was like, we, like, literally, if we're not in class, like, we're at work. Like, that's what being a student is. Yeah. And I I remember she was quite shocked because she had just thought, like, the tutor had just thought that, like, we had free time.
1: Yeah. And I think...
0: And I mean, that's, you know, like, I suppose people do have free time, but when you're a student and you're also trying to provide for yourself, you don't, quite often it is you work the times that you're not in classes.
1: Sometimes
0: they even overlap.
1: For sure. And I think, I think touching on that, I think another thing that really kind of, lays kind of hand in hand with that is I think stereotypes as you know as students we're often stereotyped as spending our Friday Saturday Sunday going out drinking partying every weekend when in reality that's only maybe 45 percent of or 50 percent of the student population and the other half are you know either like doing sports or working or really anything else and I think, you know, we often get categorised and I think that's something that, you know, we, like, our, I suppose our class has kind of done a really good job of kind of breaking that stereotype because we're all working or doing something that's completely different to what people would probably normally assume that we do on yeah. the weekends. So I think that's, that's I a think good point.
0: it's like living is expensive. Yes. And... You know, you have to be able to provide for yourself. Yes, a lot of us are lucky that we have student loans that can pay for our course and stuff, but it's like you still need to be able to pay to get to course, however that may be, and you still need to be able to pay for food and...
1: Pay for a roof over your head in some instances.
0: And I know that for people it's come down to, like, Money versus study and I think that is kind of why a lot of people drop out. And that is why um that person that I mentioned that was in the first year with us, um, ended up dropping out was kind of because the money and working outweighed study.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, I think I think that is a is a big thing as well, is that As students, like, because we are, we're full-time, we essentially, it's like a full-time job. The only difference is, is that we don't get paid. Well, unless you're on, like, student allowance and stuff like that. But even then, it's not, it's not a whole lot. It's not, it's not a whole
0: lot. And um, that's why I'm really lucky um, where I'm interning at the moment. I'm really, really lucky that even though I'm not being paid to intern, I'm really lucky in the sense that they understand that I am an unpaid intern, and they don't ask much of me like outside my intern hours
1: yeah, and i think because, I think that's also a a test to like your your ethics and morals as well, because it's, you've kind of said like, "Hey, like study's my priority, and then because you are working for someone who understands that it's it's a mutual kind of respect for that. Which I think is really, really important. Yeah,
0: it is. And I didn't, I didn't have that, um, in hospitality. Like I would have managers that would like blowing up my phone with stuff, like constantly while I was in class. Yeah. And it would happen constantly, whether it was people asking me to come into work. Even though they knew, like Tuesdays, I couldn't because I had class, yeah. or people wanting me to do like paperwork and stuff again while I wasn't there.
1: And I think the corporation that you worked for—I mean, I used to work for them as well—and just noticing from my perspective, I was, you know, I was only there for six months, so I was pretty green. But seeing how hard, you know, the managers worked and the people under the managers—that like it was—it was hectic. And oh,
0: it, it. It was, and um, I I have a lot of um, good friends who were managers, and none of them are still managers now because it just the amount of pressure and the amount of hours that you have to do. Um, one of my friends, she was the like assistant store manager. Um, or restaurant manager, assistant restaurant manager, even on days that she wouldn't work, she'd have to be on call and she never had, like, a day off.
1: Well wow, that's and, crazy. Um, I mean, I understand that the restaurant manager, like, their job is important, like, obviously, but I also think, like, they're still humans at the end of the day. They're still people. They still have things that are going on in their life outside of their control and I think some people just tend to forget that they just see the title and not the person and I think we have to we, like, and it's not like it's coming from managers or anything like we have to be like in the position that you were in you kind of have to fend for yourself like am I right? like like you have to be the one to be like no I'm not doing yeah, that yeah I mean, I mean
0: you do but it can be it can be very difficult to say no and yeah. I don't I just want to clear that up to just make sure, like, people know that, like, we're
1: not shaming people who haven't. Yeah. Oh, no, for you sure. Know? Because it's like people in that situation, they don't know kind of what to do or what to, like, how to go about it or anything like that. And I mean, I yeah. wasn't. I mean, in my first year in, like, my jobs, like, I didn't say anything. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't take a sick leave day. Even when I had, like, pneumonia, I was still working. Because I was too yeah. afraid to go and be like, Hey, I'm really sick, like I need the day off and I think that's the case for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, and it also goes back to, you know, like wages and stuff as well. So I mean it progressed while I was there, but you know, we we weren't paid a lot. The managers were only paid like sort of a dollar to two dollars more than like regular staff. Yeah. And even then, that wasn't much. So you were being paid, you know, under $25 an hour. To do... To do these massive workloads. Yeah. And, it's, you know, when you think about rent and you think about groceries and you think about petrol and all these things that you have to has just as a minimum. Yeah. It becomes really, really expensive.
1: For sure, for sure.
0: And, you know, it's, I we've said, like, as students, like, sometimes it's between groceries and going to the doctor.
1: For sure. And I think that's a lot of um, talking on that. Um, I think that's a common occurrence for people. It's like, Oh like do I put back my loaf of bread so I can afford, you know, something else instead yeah. like so I can afford that extra day of petrol or you know something like that like people are cutting and I think that's that's what happens is like you sacrifice things like your basic human needs for something else that's kind of more I suppose uncertain
0: yeah, so. no, you, you, you definitely do and you have to. Um, I haven't gone since I, since I left my job. Um, I haven't gone to the doctor because it's like $50 to go to the doctor and it's hard for me to spend that. I think that is one of the biggest issues is that people aren't paid enough. Yeah it's difficult when you have other things to manage as well. Like, when I was working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's like when, and sometimes even nights as well, it's like, when did I have time to
1: study? Exactly. Like, I think a big thing in, like in studying, like, tertiary level, is, like, sacrifice is, like, a big thing. Like, you have to sacrifice, like either eating, sleeping, like, working, studying, you have to sacrifice, there's always sacrifices that we have to make in order to kind of fit something else into the schedule. Yeah. So, Um. and it, and it's I- like, it's, it's very frustrating when people are like, oh, you know, it's not that hard. And it's like, it actually is, like, trying to fit everything into a schedule and you've only got 24 hours of the day and eight of those hours you're supposed to be asleep for. Yeah. Like,
0: I think, mean, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's really hard. Like, it is so hard to have a balance when you're trying to study and work and still have basic, like, sleeping and eating and, you know, all these recharging. Yeah. Like, they'll often be like, it, what do you do to recharge and refill yourself? And it's like, well...
1: I don't know that I do that.
0: Yeah. Well, most of us, it's uh, caffeine or energy
1: drinks. Yes. Which is bad, but, you know.
0: <laughs> Which is bad, but we don't have the time to, you know, sleep and...
1: Do any of that eat stuff.
0: And, yeah, it's like, you know, we can be on campus from, like, 7 a.m. till...
1: 7pm yeah well I mean like yesterday was a big day I mean yesterday what time did we get to campus we got to campus at like 7 just after 7 and then we didn't leave campus till like quarter to Mm 8 and it was like we were were like working through that so yeah and that's quite a common occurrence for us but that's just because that's what we have to do
0: yeah it is it, it, it's it's um it's unfortunate that it's sort of what you have to do, and so I suppose when you are working um, in a job like hospitality or retail, you you do need that support, but it's not always there.
1: Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned Thanks for enough. part two for this thing and uh, this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And-